Do you need better habits? A lot of real estate agents do, whether they realize it or not. That more often than not is the key differentiator between those who have massive amounts of success and those who are constantly struggling. On this episode of the Hyperfast podcast, we have the answer to how to guys help agents grow their business by getting them to establish better habits. Welcome to the show, Mike and Andy. Welcome to the show, Mike and Andy. How are you guys doing today? Awesome, man. Awesome. Fantastic. Where where are you guys uh, calling in from, just so people know? It's a it's a country near um, Florida called Miami, Florida, Dan. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a different place out here. You know that. You're in West Palm. I'm in Miami-Dade, and yet, well, we're 60 miles away, but yet it feels like 6,000 miles away sometimes, right? Absolutely. Why... why uh... Why is that? What, what's what's different about the, the country of Miami? <laughs> well, I think it's the beauty and the beast of it. We have so many um, different countries that come here. And right. fortunately and unfortunately, you you get a lot of the, the some bad cultures and good cultures that come in and like little little cultures as to what's acceptable and what not acceptable um, begins to happen. So it's funny how deals that are done in Miami are done very differently than deals that are done in West Palm and Broward because you just have people who are creative and people who are just a little bit too creative, right? Not doing the right things. So it's like, it's like a whole different world, you know? So, so yeah. So a lot of different people from different backgrounds and, and maybe yeah, some right. of them are used the to diversity. doing business a certain way and, and others aren't. And um, well, what, where, wherever there's a, a challenge, I, I think there's, there's opportunity. So there's, there's yep. you know, for the agents in those types of areas, I definitely think, you know, if you learn to navigate it, it you can you have more opportunity to provide value to people that's true absolutely uh why, why don't you guys uh, give us a quick background uh you know tell tell the listeners out there who you are and and uh, a little bit little bit about yourselves and and how you got to where you are right now mike you want me to do this or absolutely you know. go right ahead <laughs> you, do this, you do this a thousand times a day I do this so, so many ahead. times man so here you go everyone so Really quick, um, Mike and I, we've been you know, best friends since high school, and we just, it was a beautiful thing where we both collapsed at the same time, and in the sense of just like figuring out how to be successful, how to be happy, and this was over 10 years ago, and in this search, Mike and I said, you know what, let's build our life, let's research what's out there, how to find meaning, purpose, happiness, all these fluffy words that people use, and then we just started doing research and all, and then we started building not only just ourselves, but building a program around that, right? So in that building, we've we realized, man, behavioral science, the why do I say something's important in my life or in my business, but yet I don't make time for it, right? That's a, that's a big thing. Um, it, whether it's eating right, working out, whether it's prospecting as a real estate agent, right? These are things that we know we should be doing, but we're not. So that's been the, the core of Mike and I's messaging, figuring that out. 
And once we figured that out, right, we said, let's build a business teaching that. And we looked around and we saw what industry needs this, what industry needs habits. And we looked at the, one of the highest failure rate industries called real estate, where you only have 10% of agents that actually succeed. That is awful. Okay. And we found a beautiful niche because um, agents are employees. They leave their job, yet they still have employee habits, employee identities, we call it in our program when we dig deep. And that's why they fail because brokers give them tools, resources. Dan, you got, a, you got a team. You know what I'm talking about, right? You have all these agents that want to grow, who have the desire to grow, but yet 90% of them fail. Well, it's not a lack of tools and resources because now with all the apps that we have on our phone, I can create Facebook ads in two clicks. My listings are automatically sent out to thousands of people. I have so much automation, um, opportunities, tools, scripts, CRMs that do all the work for me. So it's not a lack of tools. It's a lack of habits. It's a lack of changing that employee habit and teaching agents how to have a, a top producer habit. So that's, that's in a nutshell how we started this whole vision of ours. And for the past couple of years, Mike and I have just been taking off. We have a book coming out in the next year. We speak for the Miami Association of Realtors. That's one of many. Also for the Women's Council and brokers across the country because they realize we teach what nobody teaches, which is habits for real estate agents. And why, why do you think it is that brokers, real estate brokers, owners, team leaders, why do they struggle teaching agents how to have the right habits or, or use the tools that they have. Because brokers are not taught how to teach and develop agents. They're taught how to make sure they don't get in trouble, right? Make sure they're doing things ethically and running by the standards we have to, right? In their appropriate state. Brokers are taught all that, but they're not in the developing, the, 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 the developing of agents. That's not their expertise. They're really good at recruiting, they're really good at being there and helping and providing all the tools for their agents. They give them the gym, right? I call it the gym. They give them the machines to work out at everything. And then they beat their heads up where they're like, man, I recruited a hundred agents, but only 10 of them are producing. What the heck is going on? Well, it's simply because they're not taught how to develop these agents, how to change habits, right? How many times have you tried to tell someone, Dan, you got to eat better. You just got to work out. You just got to do all this, right? That's what, the, that's what the broker's doing in essence, right? Where they're like, you just got to eat right, work out, wake up early, you'll lose weight. Well, the broker's doing the same thing of, hey, here you go. You just got to call every day, make it happen. But there's a science to that. There's a reason why these agents though, there's an identity crisis happening inside of them that they can't get into, which is why Mike and I said, let's figure out the science behind behavioral science, what causes change in humans, right? And that's exactly what we teach. Because So to answer your question, because brokers don't know how to teach behavioral science. They don't know how yeah, to teach. And, and, what, and what I would add is that basically teaching how to change behavior, how to actually help agents get control of their business is actually the complete opposite of what we naturally think is right. So a lot of brokers probably think they're doing the right thing. They're probably wanting to develop. I mean, they have the right intentions, right? It's just natural to say, I'm just going to give you these tools, these resources. I'm going to tell you what to do. I'm going to help you create a plan, a business plan. I'm going to help you do all these things. But what we don't realize is that there's 40 to 50% of the actions that we take each day are ran on autopilot. They're happening non-consciously, which then have ramifications to actions that follow after that. 
So if we're only focusing on the cognitive part of human beings' actions, we're never truly going to control their entire life, their entire decision-making process. And that's why it's critical to understand what habits you have uh, on the undercurrents of the decisions that you make. Because ultimately, that's true control. That's really how you start making change. So that's really what brokers are missing, right? It's this, it's this lack of one, obviously, understanding. And then two, it's just going against what we know in our heart, right? What we know in our heart. How many times Andy was just talking about where you, where you just tell someone, just do this, this, and this, and then you'll be a successful realtor, right? How many times have, I don't know how many uh, podcasts have I heard of successful agents just saying, it's just math. I just make 500 calls a day and <laughs> I get the numbers that I get. It's very simple. How many times do we hear that? The fact of the matter is, that when you get into this industry, especially dealing with I, uh, our um, ideal avatar, or I, our ideal client, right, was someone typically going from a, an employee or a part-time um, job to a full-time agent, what typically happens there is that they're bringing in all these old beliefs, right, where they think, oh, if I do a certain amount of work, guess what? I have to make a certain amount of money. Right. That's that's the old that's the nine to five shift identity. That's the belief. But guess what? How much work do you put in as a realtor, but get donuts, get nothing out of it? Right. So automatically we have to rewire ourselves in the way that we understand to be successful agents, to be successful entrepreneurs. And this is something that a lot of agents don't understand, number one. And then two, when we tell them. It's still difficult. Why is that? Because it feels shitty. Can I curse on this podcast? It feels <laughs> crappy. It, <laughs> it feels crappy as, as, as crap, you know, crappy as crap. Listen to me. So, so basically, you know, you have to prospect and you're making these calls, right? Someone's telling you, just, just call, just call. Oh, okay, great. So I make a hundred calls. I maybe speak to three people out of those three people. Maybe one of them leads to a showing or a listing or whatnot. And then after that entire process, guess what? The deal falls through because of X, Y, Z reason, the house is roof or the something this or something that. How am I supposed to feel? How am I supposed to put the food on the table? You know, that there's so many stresses that we don't take into consideration in this industry, especially when transitioning, right? And, and ultimately it's instead of just changing that mindset and understanding what the actions or what the habits that are that are driving these emotions are, then we can start to be more consistent. Then we could put prospecting on autopilot and start to build a successful career. And that's ultimately why, going back to your broker question, what brokers are missing. Well, I think, you know, the numbers are staggering. 10% of the agents are the ones doing like like 90% of the business or, or something right. like that. It's, it's, like, mm -hmm. it's like the 80-20 rule, but even more so. Correct. And I, I think a lot of people, like you said, a lot of people know what it, you have to do to get more deals done. And it, in the same way that a lot of people know if I exercise, sleep better, eat better, I'm going to get in better shape. Like it's, it's not that, it's not that complicated, but what's, what's the secret sauce of, of, you know, how, how you guys help people. To, to go from knowing what they need to do to actually doing it. 
Mike. Yeah. I know, I know you got this one. Mike, yeah. So, so, so it's a, so it's a, we have a, a four step process to actually change your habits, right? One, we just talked about obviously focusing, putting your attention on the things that actually matter, right? So instead of focusing on outcomes, instead of focusing on a result, what we want to do is we want to focus on who we want to be, right? Who we want to be. So once we identify who we want to be, and typically most of our students, when I have this conversation with them, the simple answer is I want to be a top producer, Mike. That's what they tell me. Excellent. So now what we need to do is we need to take specific actions to reinforce that person that we want to be. And the reason we do that is because when we align those actions with the person that we want to be, it reinforces our belief in ourselves. It actually makes us feel more confident in ourselves to guess what? Take more action, to trust ourselves. And then what happens over time is those negative thoughts, those negative emotions that are innate, right? That are instinctual, we start dealing with those quicker and we're able to turn those around faster. So instead of saying, you know, all the time that I speak to no one, no one picks up the phone, I'm just leaving messages, or these people are crazy and I don't like to speaking to strangers. Well, guess what happens? Over time, you start saying, oh, well, that's just another call. I'm, what I'm focusing on is the action because I know at the end of the day, as all these successful agents mentioned, it's a numbers game, right? It's a numbers game. Basically, what these 10% of agents have done is they've mastered the art of failure. They basically said, oh, well, you're just one person, you're just one client, and I have so many other to reach out to because I'm so freaking busy because I've built so much, so many relationships. And that's another thing about this industry. It's really identical to compound interest, right? It's, it's what I tell Andy all the time. It's like a popularity contest, right? Where you're going to start reaching out to a few people. And then as you meet more people, it's going to widen your sphere of influence, right? And then over time, just like compound interest, you know, year one, two, three, and just like uh, investing in, in stocks or 401ks, you know, your little pennies that you put in at the beginning, as long as you're, you continue to invest, it's going to expand dramatically 60 years, 40 years, 30 years, 20 years down the road. But the, the negative emotion that comes with investing is very little, right? We're putting maybe 5, 10, 15%, 20% of, of, of our revenue or our income away. Well, in this case, we're talking about time, energy, and effort that realtors are putting in. And that is exhausting, right? That is exhausting. So ultimately what we first have to do is we have to change our intention. And then there's a four-step process to ultimately change our habits. And that's pretty simple. It's first, you got to take control of your environment and become more self-aware of the actions you're taking today, right? So we have a, a process where we focus on the morning routine because everyone has the same habit, right? We all wake up. <laughs> so that's what we got to take control of first. It's all about getting you to wake up consistently and then getting you to do the most difficult task for, again, for, for our target audience, which is newbie agents and getting them to prospect consistently. That's what it's all about, right? And ultimately what we want to do is we want to get them to the biggest, worst problem in the world, which is having too much business. I love speaking to my students and then saying, Mike, I have too much business. I, I just need time. They literally tell me, I need time. I'm like, really, time? Hmm, okay. And then I obviously like digress and we get more specific and whatnot. But, but really, that's ultimately what we're trying to do. So step one, self-awareness. And that, that, that involves a, a process of changing your environment, understanding what actions you take, really 
identifying the habits that are either pulling you in the right direction or pulling you in the wrong direction. And then step two is generating a desire. Prospecting sucks. I said it. Hey guys, guess what? That's the real deal. So what do we got to do? We got to desire prospecting, but how do we do that? Well, this is when psychology comes into play, right? This is where we use things like habit pairing or fun first or being around the right people. And that's actually what we do in, in, our, in our program where you jump on a Zoom call Monday through Friday with right. Andy and Live. he gives you tips. He's with you and he shares with you exactly what you need to do each day. It's really like the boot camp, right? It's all about getting things done. But with that comes this desire to hold yourself accountable, not only to Andy, but to everyone else in the, in the course with you, right? So that's why it's really important to drive that desire. So now it takes you to the next step, which is prospecting, which is taking action. And then there's, there's a, a few things that you can do to become, uh, uh, take more action easily. And we have a whole process that goes into that. And lastly, this might be the biggest thing. This might be the biggest thing to changing a behavior. At the end of that behavior, it has to feel rewarding. Now think about that. Because in this industry, again, conversion rates are at one, two, three percent. Uh, we spoke to uh, someone, uh, an agent, a successful agent in, in Tennessee, in I think in Memphis, and he said, you know, that his conversion rate was like at six percent, and that's really high. But guess what? The vast majority of the time, you're getting donuts. You're getting voicemails, you're getting either people that don't want to talk to you, or, you know, if you're running on, on leads, you know, you have people that misclicked and they're like, oh no, I'm not sure. So the vast majority of the time, what are you feeling at the end of the prospecting call at the end of this connection? Well, you're feeling negativity. You're feeling this, this, I, I, uh, ideal, uh, situation just fall apart. So ultimately what we need to do to make that shift, as I mentioned, is to force yourself to feel that sense of reward at the end of that prospecting action. Because then over time, over time, guess what's going to happen? You're going to associate prospecting with that sense of reward instead of, oh crap, that person didn't pick up the phone. Here we go again. Oh my God, I can't believe I just got yelled at. Oh my God, these freaking leads are bogus, right? These are all the negative thoughts that prevent people from being or prevent agents from being successful. So ultimately, that's the process. And I know I, I went on a tangent there, so forgive me, uh, but that's it. You thought I talked, Dan? <laughs> Why do you think it's both of us? Let's go. Hey, hold that thought for a minute. Do you want to take your real estate business to the next level? If you do, there's no reason to go it alone. Learn from people who've been where you want to go. Carrie and I have sold billions of dollars in real estate. We've netted over seven figures for seven years in a row now. And we want to see if you would be a good fit to work for us. We don't work with a lot of people, but we want to give you a chance to get on a free strategy call to see if we can help you get your business to the next level. Go to hyperfastcoach.com and apply for your discovery session today. Again, that's hyperfastcoach.com. No, it's, it's uh, all, all good stuff. I, you know, the, the one thing that a couple of things stuck out, but uh, you know, one of them is this idea of compound mm -hmm. um, when it comes to your efforts. I think a lot of people grasp the concept quite easily when it comes to your investment. Like if it, you know, if I make 10% every year and it, mm -hmm. it's reinvesting, it's, it's going to double every seven years. But I think, I think people struggle to, to think of, 
their their own efforts, investments in themselves the same way. Like if, if you could get 10% better, you know, every year with yourself, like you're going to double your income in seven years or, or, I mean, let's, you know, could you do 25% better with your efforts each and every year? You, you do that and you're, you're going to double every three years, which is like, you know, that's, that's a huge, you look at a decade now, that's, that's like, that's like a 10 X on your income almost. And, mm-hmm. and people, people struggle with, with viewing it, you know, with their own selves and their income compared to investments, I think. Correct. Because what, and the reason why though, um, and Mike touched on this is we live in an outcome driven world, right? Mm-hmm. Because compound interest doesn't look attractive today. It looks boring. Mm-hmm. 1% of my money make one call today. That's all I did. This sucks. Right. But then, yeah, if you keep at it though, six, you know, one call a day, the math is going to make sense to be a top producer. If you just have three, four business conversations a day two even you'll be a top producer in a year. That's it. It doesn't take much, but everyone, like Mike says, you make a hundred calls, five calls. No one calls you back. It's, it's like, what's going on? Deals fall through yet. You're not getting paid for six months. So that delayed, gratification right is why we fail and we live in a world where social media only tells you hey i closed a million dollar listing hey i got abs hey look i lost 20 pounds in 30 seconds so we're we live in an outcome driven world so people to be excited when it's not exciting compound interest right so that's why you got to focus on the things you can control which are the small that's why we have our boot camp one call a day we start doing it, working from there. And then little by little, we increase. Because like I tell people, the same way you got really crappy habits today, it was slow and steady. So that we're going to work it backwards. We're going to do slow and steady to start getting good habits for you. Yeah. And I, and it just it just ties into like basically what we hear all the time. You know, in the moment, you might feel motivated by hearing that message, right? And it might, it might there might be an epiphany, right? And you'll be like, wow. That makes so much sense. It is like compound interest. All yeah. I have to do is do X, Y, Z, right? But and then what happens? You go home, <laughs> you go back to your normal routine, and then you start doing these things. And that epiphany gets overran by these emotions of negativity and these old belief systems that you've learned to be true when in fact they aren't. And that's the rewiring that we really help agents go through. It's not just focusing on the cognitive part. It's not just about creating a game plan for you to see. It's understanding how do we get to changing this, this, um, these, these thoughts and these feelings that we have no control over based on the information that comes to us, right? That non-conscious part is the part that really derails most agents, 90% of agents. They literally... Just either focus on something else, right? Oh, I'm going to get business cards. I'm going to work on my website. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. You know, I'm going to do marketing. How about prospecting? Hello? You know? <laughs> and it's, it's really, that's really what it comes down to, right? It's, it's what they're comfortable with. And until we point that out to them and then we start showing them, hey, look at what you're doing. Like literally look at your actions. Then that's when now our entire system comes into play because now they know, I have to keep doing 
this action and this action and this action, because if I supplement one of these bad actions, one of these poor actions in the middle, that's going to derail me. And next thing you know, I lose three hours in my day. Next thing you know, I'm focusing on something else. And it happens to all of us all the time. This is nothing like, we're not saying like we're perfect or anything like that. This is all something we're working towards on a regular basis, but it's the self-awareness. It's the ability to say, shit, I fucked up. I got to make sure I, I, I correct this behavior next time, right? And if we can't identify those actions that are tied into certain beliefs, thoughts, and feelings, then it's going to be extremely difficult, no matter, you know, who you have on your side to get you to do things that ultimately deep down within yourself, you don't want to do, right? Like cognitively, I want to be rich. I want financial freedom, right? I want to work on my time and not my boss's time, right? But guess what happens? When it's time for you to show up, you don't because of this system that's running unconsciously, that's pulling you away from what you know cognitively you should be doing. What's the, the timeline that you guys typically see with, with agents that, you know, come to you and, and, and want help to establish the right habits, turn things around? Like how, how long does it take typically? Well, I can give a range on results I've seen, and then we can give the, 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 the average um, changing of habits is usually people say, oh, it's 30 days. Well, actually, it's more like 60 days and all, right, because and, and, and above and beyond that. Um, but in our program, I can tell you, I've seen people get listings within the first three days of making phone calls. Like, it's out of control. Like, whoa, you know, like, really? I had one student who um, had 15 different type of leads within the month it wasn't i'm like what like actual like listings and buyers i'm like oh my god then other folks it can they'll go they'll they won't talk to anybody for months right um but to stick to it but what's changing though is their identity is their belief system in themselves which goes oh you know what i'm proud of myself right i'm proud that i'm actually making these calls and going to the gym i don't see the fat loss right? But some people lose weight really fast, right? Some people don't. So same concept. Yeah, I think, um, you know, another interesting thing that, that you guys brought up was, was that, you know, prospecting sucks, right? How do we, <laughs> how do we, how do we change that? You know, I, I think it's, it's an action that's proven to work. I think like exercising, running, you know, people initially are going to, feel that way at first right mm -hmm. if you, you want to go train for a marathon and you've never really been a runner like it's gonna suck for a while but at some point there becomes when you've done it enough there, there's this shift that occurs and you're like you know you almost feel bad if you don't go run you know five <laughs> ten miles that day that's like right because your identity yep. has shifted and that's right you know, and now you're you're a runner right at, at what point do you, like, do you see the same thing happen with, with, with prospecting where, where people oh, hated at first, eventually like they get, like they don't, they don't feel right if they don't do it that day. Yeah, man. So how, how do, so the question was, how do we make it fun? So a couple tips in our program, it's called habit university. That's our 30 day boot camp, And it comes with the program to show them how to make this fun. Right. Um, one tip that I give our students is you got to keep it simple. First, just make one call. That's it. Your goal today is not to work out CrossFit for an hour and make 20 calls. Like, no, do one push up. 
That's it. I know it sounds ridiculous, but that's one way to take the suck out of it, right? I was like, oh, you know what? I can make a phone call. Cool, right? Second thing I do is I change also their approach to what they were going to say on the phone. A lot of old people are talking about selling on the phone. I can't stand that. You're there to create a connection. And when I shift your mindset before that phone call that you're there to connect and what to say, and it's very casual conversation, that demon inside that's like, oh, I'm going to sound salesy. This is going to suck. But wait a minute, I'm actually calling to just help them and see if they need any real estate help. This is pretty cool. This sounds like a, all right, it's like a popularity contest. I'm just there to talk to the person, right? So that changes. And then also a tip that we can give your listeners, Dan, is do things, we call it habit pairing, right? Where do things with prospecting that you like to do. Me, I enjoy my coffee. So I prospect with my coffee in hand. Boom, I love it. I love to pace around and I walk around. Some people like to go ahead and eat snacks while they're prospecting, right? Their favorite snack, a little bit of music in the background, things that they enjoy. So their brain associates some positive behavior with something that's new, that's not as attractive. So mm-hmm. you start to do things. Same thing with working out. How do you get someone to work out? Have them do something they enjoy. You like playing basketball? So go play basketball. That's how we're going to get you to enjoy working out because you're going to need to so do something you enjoy doing. Yeah, I, I think uh, obviously making, making it fun, giving yourself rewards, uh, you know, building in breaks, all, all of that kind of stuff, I think helps uh, at, at a certain point though, like I, I think you'll, most people will, will probably get to the point where they want to do it, you know, no matter what, right. Because now, you know, you've done it for 30 days, 60 days in a row, whatever it is, like that's, that's now your identity. And then eventually those, that delayed gratification, those bigger results are going to come in and, and, you know, you're going to get that big sale done. And, and that of course is going to be more impactful than the, the coffee, although I, I can't <laughs> coffee either, but exactly. Um, yeah, you need, you need money to buy the coffee. So <laughs> that's, true, man. that's true. But like I tell my students, do you need motivation or willpower to go to your phone and pick it up and see it and use it? No. Cause you have an identity and a habit created off that darn phone. Right. So we create that same habit with prospecting. You're going to get to a point where you just pick up the phone and you start making calls with people Doesn't it, it, with that same pull, right? And that's the goal of our program is to get you to the point where you are drawn to prospecting the same way you're drawn to your phone. Or you don't want to do it, but yet you're like, you know what? Still got to do it anyways. Like working out, your identity changes and you're like, you know what? I got to make my call regardless. You know, I have students who miss my, when we do live prospecting, they'll miss the call sometimes with me live, but then they text me at one o'clock. They're like, Hey Andy, I still got my call in. I was busy as heck. I missed everything, but I still got my call in. There's nothing more rewarding than that than to see someone who before they would not prospect at all. But now when they miss the session with me live, they still make their call at the end of the day. And they're like, Andy, I still got it in. And then they're back with me the next day that's what it's all about right like just really right. changing that identity to do well, that. part of it part of it is uh that you've you've talked about but i don't i don't know if you said it directly is part of it really is accountability yeah and, and you did mention Certainly. environment but you're if you're grouping them with other people committed to doing this now they're they're in an environment where they're getting accountability from that's huge coach or mentor but then there's also 
the the pressure of not wanting to let the group down too. Exactly. You're right. Right now in our chat, they're texting each other all their, their weekly prospecting sheet that we have. They know I'm checking. They know I'm popping in the live Zoom. So they know I'm holding them accountable. And when they miss, I text them, hey, where the heck are you? What's going on? And then a student showed up today like, Andy, thanks for following up, man. And that's true, Dan. You nailed it, right? Accountability is huge. If you and I work out together and you miss out on the gym, I'm going to be like, yo, Dan, what's up? I'm waiting for you, right? So accountability right. is huge, which that's what we added to our boot camp. It was the missing piece. We did it months ago, and we've been seeing a really big turnaround in our program because ever since we added that personal accountability, that really changed habits to the next level. So that's a really good point, Dan. Well, I, th I think um, you guys you know, have brought up a lot of amazing points and you know, a common problem that, that people have and, and, and are providing solutions to it, which is exciting because if you can if you can figure out this stuff i think i think the rest of it is pretty easy like people know what they need to do right they just they just need to be programmed or, or, or learn how to get themselves to do the, the things that are <laughs> going to bring them success amen True. so it's it's been awesome to to hear how you guys are doing that and impacting lives before we wrap up, I always end with a hyperfast round. We can we can do a double hyperfast round today <laughs> since there's two of you. So I'll I'll throw out some questions. You guys can switch orders or do whatever you want or, or both both tackle them. Uh, and, and we'll do a, a double hyperfast round today. Uh, awesome. awesome. Let's do it. All right. What's the biggest piece of advice you'd give to a new real estate agent? Prospect every day <laughs> that's it man for me mike what do you think um newbie agent. i guess it, it for for me it just it starts off with just um wow that's a mike, dude, it doesn't sound hyper fast bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> dude well, it's prospect every yeah. day forget about your headshots your scripts your knowledge forget that call someone every day and let them know you just got licensed and you're here to help them out how can i help you out i can't can we stay in touch and that's it that's all you're gonna that's do it. rinse and repeat that's all you're gonna do and you put that in your crm automation drip campaign done that's it that's all you got to do newbie agent that's what all right, I'm what about an experienced agent what's the biggest piece of advice you give an experienced agent <laughs> Mike, you want to tackle this one? I can do it. I can do hyper fast. Yeah. So it's more about setting better boundaries, honestly. Um, yes. That's, that's what it is. At the end of the day, they got to learn how to say no. And they got to know what to say yes to. Because when you say yes to something, you're basically giving responsibility, your responsibility, your time and energy to someone else. And you're taking it away from yourself. And in this industry, it's so common. It's so easy just to be customer service 100% of the time. But what happens with our experienced agents is that they're having family troubles. They're just, they're just not connecting with themselves. They are burnt out. So setting better, better boundaries is what I would say. What's the, uh, the biggest challenge you've had in business and how did you overcome it or, or what did you learn from it? The biggest challenge that uh, we face, especially that all my students face is, guess what happens when you make calls every day with me? live and you're actually prospecting like you should right you start getting more business and the hardest challenge is 
you start growing your business and then you stop prospecting. And then you just focus on that one, two, three deals you're getting. You forget about prospecting and you have no pipeline. And then in six months, when those deals either close or fall through, you have no pipeline again. So that's the hardest thing. You start growing. And then your next problem, which we also teach in our program that Mike said just now, we teach you what to say yes and no to to grow your business with productivity, the productivity habits, the systems. So that's the biggest problem that um, agents face, that we faced, that my agents face, but also me as an agent and growing out there with my team that we go through. So you got to make sure you keep consistent with that. And that's where habits come in. So that's it. I don't know. All right. I, I answered there for Mike. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. Good. Yeah. All right. Uh, what do you guys do uh, when you're not prospecting, teaching other people how to prospect? What do you do for fun? Oh, for fun. Mike, do you know? <laughs> I don't think, I don't think Mike has Nothing. had fun in years, man, since the yeah. pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. We're in COVID time. Uh, no, yeah. I, I got, I got a family. Uh, so just hanging out with the kids pretty much. Uh, riding bike is what we're doing now. That's our, our new activity. Everyone's learned how to ride a bike. So now we go out for two hours and we just go. So awesome. mine's playing golf, Dan. That's I, I'm a big golfer and I love it. And tournaments all throughout and even in your neck of woods so um if you're a golfer dan let me know i'd love to connect you to all my boys and we'll play some golf all right definitely sounds sounds good last one where uh where do you guys see yourselves 10 years from now 10 years from now um from the agent side of things definitely growing teams um right now we are nine agents on our team um, I see us growing nationwide and just dominating, just the, just changing the whole game, right? Of, Because as I grow my team, I put them in our habit program and I truly want to just be in everyone's business. And then with obviously with the how-to guys, right? I definitely just want to just change the industry. I want it to be the standard where for you to get licensed, right? This becomes the 10-year thing where NAR is like, for you to get licensed, guys, you got to go ahead and take a habit program and learn about habits because that will make them more money because a lot more agents are going to stay in the business, renew their license, a lot more happy agents, right? And it becomes more of a normal like way of, of like more of a, I guess, common conversation. So I see mm -hmm. our business going to that point where it just becomes the norm of you got to learn habits first because if not, we're doing you a disservice. Absolutely. All right. Well, before we sign sign off, if people want to learn more about, you know, how you guys can help them or, or just connect with you, ask you questions, uh, what are some ways they can do that? Well, to do so, if they want to go ahead and just go to our website, we have a morning routine for there for them. Go to howtoguys.com. Okay. That's the number two in the middle, howtoguys.com where they can go ahead and you know, check out our podcast, download a free morning routine. But also, if you're listening to this and you're like, hey, I would love to learn more about your boot camp and start getting results now in my business, right? We have our 30-day boot camp. They can go to howtoguys.com slash join and just check out to see what the boot camp is all about, the one-on-one -on -one coaching, the live prospecting. They will be amazed as to what's happening because they'll finally in 30 days do what they should have been doing for years, right? So that's how they can stay in touch with us there. And then on social media, 
Um, we, we're going through a brand change. So how to guys, we are also, we're switching to habit guys. So we're going to confuse the heck out of your listeners now. <laughs> just, yeah. So if you just go ahead on our Instagram, look up habit guys, and we are there as well. Just stay in touch with us. All right. Well, this has been an amazing podcast. I think you guys have provided a ton of value to a problem that's really universal. I mean, this goes beyond real estate, but it's definitely something that can help real estate agents. So mm-hmm. thank you for doing that to all of our listeners and viewers out there. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you hit the subscribe button, share this with someone that you could benefit and I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Hyper Fat Show. Subscribe to us if you want to make sure you get the latest and greatest Hyper Fat Shows. And remember, we love reviews. Reviews help us bring better and better guests, improve our shows, and give us the good, the bad, and the ugly. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we will see you next time.